Hi there, I'm Kyla Martin, and this is Living the Life You Imagined. Thank you so much for joining me for part two of Uncovering Your Dream Day. Last week, we talked about the what, when, where, why, who of creating your dream day. But I only touched a little bit on the what and the who. So today I want to talk more and dig deeper into identifying your ideal work and your ideal clients. And sometimes I think it's helpful for us to look at what didn't work for us in the past. Sometimes there's whispers in where we rub up against frustration or challenges with the environment or those that we work with or the actual work that we're doing. So I'm going to give you a couple examples of ways that you can look at uncovering by reviewing things that maybe didn't work in your current environment, your current situation, and then maybe even some things in the past that didn't work. Because again, those can be whispers as well. I have a friend who owns a branding agency and her most visited page is entitled warning label. And fundamentally, this warning label page explains what kind of clients they work with and which kind of clients they don't. And I think about creating warning labels for our own work that we're seeking and the kind of people that we would want to attract. And I love this page because it literally asks questions like, have you ever been called a micromanager? Do you consider yourself controlling? And then it basically goes on to say, we don't work with these kind of people. (laughs) And again, it's their most visited page. It sets the stage early on for whether you are the kind of person we have an ideal attraction to or we don't. I can't imagine in traditional corporate America if there was a similar warning label on their web pages. And unfortunately, because there's not, cultures struggle inside of many organizations. And the company ends up struggling because they are not necessarily attracting the right kind of person. And so many of their intentions are admirable, right? It is oftentimes companies will include what their value systems are, what their vision is, what their mission is. But sometimes when you come inside the organization, that's not what you experience. I remember a corporation that I worked for had a similar challenge. They had, you know, inspirational, aspirational values and a mission and a vision on their website. And they use that to attract the kind of people that mirrored all of those elements But unfortunately, once I got inside the company, that's not what I found. Bad behavior is unfortunately tolerated in a lot of organizations. And that can that can come in overt ways and then also in really subtle ways. And again, those can be whispers, things that you rub up against in your current environment, your current business, if you own your own business. 
There might be clients that you work with or projects that you work on that there's just, I, I think of it as like a rub. There's just, there's a friction that happens when there's not sort of an ideal fit. When I worked in corporate America, I had, again, these overt ways that showed up and then, and then much more subtle ways that it showed up overt way. I had a boss who literally one day threw a chair across a conference room. That would be overt. (laughs) And then there was also subtle ways, maybe being passed over for more subtle opportunities, not necessarily overt opportunities like a promotion, but more subtle opportunities to be asked to work on a project or asked to contribute to something. Sometimes it's passive aggressive behavior from a manager or coworker. And sometimes it's things like bullying, shaming. I talked about in, uh, in some past episodes that sometimes we, the things that we get in trouble, we got in trouble for or continue to sort of get in trouble for in our current Career, uh, again, if you own your own business, the things that, you know, clients or your colleagues uh, find frustrating about you or your manager, those can be clues to, again, where that friction is, where you're not necessarily in alignment with who you really are and the organization or the business or the clients that you're, you're working with. And for me, because I was in an environment with these both subtle and overt friction causing areas, I knew that there was something missing. I knew that there was something else. And that's all you need to start is that whisper that there, there's something else. You, you just feel it in your heart and your gut. And you know that there's something different for you. You know that there's friction that's being caused that doesn't necessarily need to be there. And I'm not saying that life is rainbows and daisies and, you know, we're supposed to be in a hundred percent joy, but you know, in your life where, where there's friction that can be productive and where there's friction that's unnecessary. And what I'm talking about is that unnecessary friction, friction that comes from, trying to please a client who is never going to be pleased. They're never going to be happy or working with a team or a colleague that you feel like, remember when we were little and there was, you know, in some of those kids programs, one of these things is not like the other. That's how I used to feel in corporate America. I was sort of felt like an out outlier. We did a personality inventory when I was in corporate America and they physically put us in a conference room and, and in, on the floor, they actually used tape and created boxes for each of the personality types. And I was the only person in my box. Have you ever felt that way? Like you are, you know that there's something that's just not, it's not a good fit. Whatever that is. And again, I believe those are beautiful, magical whispers that we just want to pay attention to and move a little bit closer toward. So for me, when I was in corporate America, 
and I experience these overt or subtle friction points, I kind of just tolerated it because I didn't know what to, what else to do, what to do differently. I couldn't find a pathway that would allow me to be more of myself. And that's ultimately why I left. I knew that there was something greater for me. I knew that I was beginning to really uncover my passions and what I was put on this planet to do. And I couldn't see a pathway in the, the environment I was in. And that's not to say there's, you know, for you, if you have a unique calling, it's not to say there's not a pathway that exists. But for me, there wasn't. Because I wanted to do, I wanted to sort of combine several elements of jobs and kind of create a new one. But when we're in corporate America, sometimes those paths don't exist. When we are working with clients, if you're consulting or own your own your own business, it can oftentimes feel like I need to continue working with them because they're they're part of my client base. But again, this warning label is such an amazing manifestation of pulling in the clients and the business that you love and that is aligned with you and repelling those things that are not like you. And so when I left corporate America, I was, I was shocked to find this other world that didn't tolerate this friction. Again, unnecessary friction is what I'm talking about. And this world where I met my friend who owns the branding agency was filled with passionate people who wanted something different, who were intentional about their career, intentional about lifting up others. And if you're listening to this podcast, I can imagine that you want something different too. There's a, you might feel like there's a gap between the life that you're living and this dream that you have for, the, for this other version, the next iteration of your life. And in my coaching practice, what we do is close the gap between the life you have and the life you want. And the way that we do that is by teaching you how to rewire your brain, hack your brain, to overcome those primal instincts that I often talk about that keep you wanting to feel safe, wanting to be efficient, which often keeps you exactly where you are. One of the quotes that I love is, if you, to get something different, you have to do something different. The quote is much more beautiful than that, but I'm just rattling it off the way I remember it. And we oftentimes think, if I just make a little shift in my business or in my corporate experience, then it'll be enough of a difference that I can make it work. I can sort of find a way through it. But what if you could make some small shifts and have a 180 experience? That's what I have found using the same amount of effort that I did to make small shifts 
in my traditional corporate experience and get the same, get, get an outcome that was not much different, unfortunately. I can use the same amount of energy and, and make small shifts toward the life that I really want. And my life has slowly become a 180 of the version I used to have. So again, who do you want to attract? And what I mean by that is, who would you want to work with? You know, I saw a few moments in corporate America of people that I wondered, what are they like outside of this experience? I could see glimpses of probably who they were in their personal life, but inside of corporate, unfortunately, they kind of put on a, a disguise, as it were, to kind of be more of who they thought that corporation wanted them to be and to simply fit in or be, be accepted. I mean, they could see some things that were being tolerated and they knew that they had to blend in to continue to be successful as it were. And again, once I left, then I began experiencing this incredible Parallel universe, I call it, with people who were living the life that they imagined, who were thriving in areas and passions that they had a calling toward, and they began exploring that. And I didn't know that it, that existed when I worked in a traditional setting. And those communities of people have become clients, they have become collaborators, they have become referrals, uh, they have become a community of passionate, intentional people who want to stand in their, their purpose that they were given. And again, it only took making small shifts the small shifts that I was already making in my traditional world, but I just needed to change the lens and the intentionality of where I was putting forth that effort. I often think about all of the magical things that happen because I am standing in alignment with who I really am. And that's given space and freedom, you know, for me to attract exactly the kind of clients I want to work for, work with and for. I, I do consulting, I do coaching, and now I only work with people who are in alignment with who I am. They're not micromanagers. <laughs> They're not controlling. They are, they share my values and they live those values in the way that they work. And so I become part of those lived values in the way that I work with them. And that is a magical experience. Again, I often think about the ways that I'm able to experience the world in a way that I didn't before. My husband and I were out of town and we were eating in our, one of our favorite pizza places that's owned, owned by a small, small business owners. And we finished our pizza and we're walking around in the afternoon on a weekday. And we came across a group of small business owners 
that were each had a storefront on the bottom of the building. And then they had a living space on the top of the building. And it was for small business owners who had created a space where they could live and work. And once we got to know one of the owners found out that they were also, they had also created an incredible community with each other and they were thriving, you know, we're, we're still coming out of the pandemic and they have survived the last couple of years. And I believe the reason is because they are experiencing living, standing in their passion. They've created community for that passion. They've created support for that passion. And because of all that, they're thriving. Who would you want to work with? What kind of work would you want to do? I only attract people that I love working with. And that has not always been the case. I used to attract a manager who threw a chair across the room. I used to attract a manager who bullied and shamed me publicly. I used to attract leaders who, behind the scenes, were doing horrible things. I don't attract any of those people anymore. And it's because I'm different. I've changed. But the way I had to change was simply becoming more of who I already was. And just making small shifts toward that. Today, I only do deep, meaningful work. And I only work with clients that I love. I am in love with my clients. And that's what I want for you. I want you to be working and living in your highest purpose. I want you to be doing the things with the people who light you up the people that you genuinely adore. I have a friend who always says she only takes happy money. She only works with clients who are happy to give her the money because she loves them and they love her because she attracted them by standing in the truth of who she really is, who her highest authentic self is. And that's so easy. What if you only had to be more of who you are? I now attract people who mirror my highest self. They inspire me. They, they encourage me. They light me up. Some days it's a dream. It feels like a dream that I live this life. And as I often say, I am not a unicorn. I am just like you. I was working in corporate America. I had started a small business after I left. And over time, I simply moved closer to who I really was in that experience. I became simply more of who I was. What if you moved a little bit closer this week to who you actually are? What if you moved closer and began attracting the kind of work and the people and the community that lift you up, that bring you joy, that feel in complete alignment. That is my wish for you. And you can have it. Again, what if you were to use those efforts that you're making 
in your daily existence right now, you're already, you're already using effort and you just shifted it slightly. I always think about a car and, you know, we're driving, we're driving straight down a road and all we have to do is turn the wheel slightly and we can go a completely different direction. It only has to be slight. So this week I encourage you to turn the wheel just slightly. See what happens. Let me know. You know that I am cheering you on to the life and career that you imagined. And know you can have it. If you are enjoying this podcast, would you do me a huge favor and review it, rate it on whatever is your favorite outlet? This is the only way I know who's listening and if this is helping you move closer to the life and career that you imagined. Thanks for going along the journey with me, Imaginers. Take care. If you want to start creating the career of your wildest dreams, sign up for my weekly email at kylamartinconsulting.com forward slash inspiration. This is your destination for uncovering your purpose, removing any obstacles, and creating the career you imagined. Thank you.